we all have mental health, every single person. In the same way that we all have physical health and spiritual health, we also have mental health. So the question isn't whether or not you have mental health. The question is, how healthy or unhealthy are you in regards to your mental health? Tears roll down your face Reaching for something Someone to embrace To numb pain Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. I'm your host, Felicia Hermley. I'm a 12-step returned therapist. I'm married and I have two littles under five. I grew up in church, but I didn't find Jesus or understand grace until I found the rooms in 2011. I love Jesus, but have had my fair share of struggling with church culture and religion. I know what it's like to be stuck in a restless, irritable, and discontent rut, drunk and sober. I know the mom guilt that says, this is what you wanted. Why aren't you happy? In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to imposter syndrome perfectionism, and that critical inner voice, as well as transparent and authentic conversations about navigating life and mental health and sobriety. If you're ready to discover your true identity so you can experience peace in life, then welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. Blinded by the beauty of it all Recognize I was always destined to fall Into the deepest dark We are Stronger than we think we are So fight and show your strength Welcome back to another episode of Sobriety Checkpoint. May is Mental Health Month. To recognize Mental Health Month, we're going to be talking about anxiety and depression. We're going to talk about dual diagnosis and the intersection of mental health, sobriety, motherhood, and being a work-from-home mom. We're also going to talk about how all of these things intersect our spirituality. So in essence, we're going to be talking about mental health holistically this month. I would really love to hear from you and to answer a question that you have about mental health. So if you have a question about mental health that you want answered on this podcast this month for Mental Health Month, I'd be really super excited to get an email from you with a question that you might have. You can send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. My email and social handles are in the show notes. You can also submit a question on the Google form that is linked in the show notes below. So let's dig into this episode. Today we're going to be talking about depression. Are you in denial about your mental health? Are you in denial that you might have depression? Today, you're going to learn about three depression symptoms you might have missed and what you can do about it. I was 25 when I got sober. I had a good amount of denial that I had a problem with alcohol, 
I think the denial came from looking at all of the things that hadn't happened and saying that that I must not be an alcoholic because this hasn't happened or that hasn't happened or I wasn't under a bridge. Yeah, I wasn't wearing this black trench coat with a bottle and a paper bag hidden under the trench coat, drinking under a bridge, right? That's not what it looked like for me. If that's what it looked like for you, there's no judgment. I'm only pointing this out because for a lot of us, we think about something that looks different than our current situation. And we think that if we're not, if we're not there, if we don't look like that, if these things aren't my issue, then I must be okay. We do this about all kinds of things. I know that I did this about my mental health. I know I did this about my depression. Since I was able to get up, I was able to go to work, I was able to go to school, I was able to do the things that I did. I was able to do the things that I needed to do. Because of that, I decided I must not have a problem with depression because I'm functional. I must not have a problem with depression because I'm not sleeping all day. I must not have a problem with depression because I'm not crying all the time. And even though that might be what depression looks like for some people, it's not what it looks like for everyone. About three years into my sobriety, I started to wonder if I had depression. The first couple of years, there was a lot of excitement. That pink cloud was definitely there for me the first couple of years of my sobriety. The pink cloud started to go away. I started to wonder, what is going on? What? Why do I feel the way that I do? I was talking to a friend and I was processing a few things about my mindset. And a couple of the things that really stand out to me about my mindset and depression two things in particular. One is decorating and creating space that feels good. And the second is decorating myself. And what I mean by that is getting dressed and feeling good about what I'm wearing, feeling good about the makeup that I'm putting on. I had this mindset of why decorate? I'm not going to be here forever. And when it came to clothing, there was always this mindset of wanting to hide. Depression made me want to hide. I'm going to be transparent, as you know. <laughs> I'm saying these two things, and these are the two things that helped me realize that there was a problem. Just because I realized there were a problem, this has been several years later, and I am still not good at decorating. <laughs> Not even that I'm not good at it, I just don't do it because I still have that mindset. And the other one has to do with clothing and not, not taking the time to take care of myself in how I present myself on, the, on a day-to-day -day basis. So these are two areas that I'm aware of. There are other ways that, that I have improved my depression that I'm going to share today. These are two areas that I know are still in my, in my goals and my things I need to, to do at some point. This leads me to my first point. You might have depression if you have a mindset like mine. If you have had the thought, 
Why decorate my space? I'm not going to be here forever. You're not alone, and you might have depression. If you feel like wanting to hide in your clothes, like you don't want to be seen, then you might have depression. The symptom that these two things fall under is having a lack of pleasure or joy. So how do you turn this around? One way to increase pleasure is by focusing on something easier. If you find joy or pleasure in being in nature, start there. Because all you have to do is be. There's no real doing. My expression of joy and pleasure has definitely increased. It hasn't translated into decorating my space and making sure that I feel good about what I wear every day. But it's about progress, not perfection. Another thing that has been really helpful when it comes to pleasure and joy is mindfulness and being present, being where my feet are. It's so important to pay attention to the here and now. I get it. Being present isn't the easiest thing to do as a work-from-home mom. There are always a million other things that need to be done at any given moment. A game-changer for me in the area of mindfulness and being present in the current moment is a program I went through a couple years ago that is still helping me today. This program is called Systemize Your Life. It's helped me learn how to break my day down into smaller blocks of time so that I can focus fully on the task at hand and know that other things that need to be done will get done in the time block that is designated for those tasks. So, for example, having a designated block of time for work helps me be more present in the block of time that is set aside for my kids and family because I know that there will be time for that later because it's already carved out. This program is still helping me to get rid of things in my day that don't bring me joy by focusing on what does bring me joy. It has also helped me to effortlessly say no to things by just making sure I'm saying yes to the right things. If I say yes to all the most important things, then there's no time left for anything else. There's no real need to learn to say no when you're saying yes to the things you actually want to say yes to. If you're interested in knowing more about this program, you can use the link in the show notes. The other two symptoms of depression that might be a surprise to you are anger or irritability and sleep issues, such as not sleeping enough, sleep disturbances, and even insomnia. I'm grouping these all together because I think they directly affect one another, and they also affect the first symptom mentioned, lack of pleasure. Sleep issues could cause anger and irritability as well as lack of pleasure, which could stem from a lack of energy. Improving sleep quality and quantity can improve your mood and make you less angry or irritable. Here are some tips for improving your sleep. First, decide what time you need to get up in the morning on a normal basis. Ask yourself how many hours is ideal for you and then decide on your bedtime so that you get the number of hours you need before your wake-up time. Create a night routine before bed. Turn off screens an hour before bedtime to start winding down for the night. Computer screens, TVs, and phones produce a type of light that tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime, which reduces the natural melatonin your body produces. Melatonin helps your body relax and tells your body it's nighttime and time for bed. 
A couple other things you can add to your night routine include reading, doing a nightly inventory, writing, prayer, and meditation. A shower, brushing your teeth, and putting on PJs are also routines you can set up to help your brain get ready for bed. These routines will also facilitate melatonin creation. The last thing I want to mention is the importance of getting support. Support comes in so many different forms. You can get support from friends, family, pets, church, your 12-step community, and I'm a huge advocate for therapy and medication management if needed. Contact me and let me know if you set in motion any of the mentioned suggestions. I'd love to know how making any of these little changes is helping you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you heard something you were able to relate to. Before you go, please subscribe to my channel and leave me a review. I'd love to connect with you and would be super excited to hear from you. Shoot me an email at hello at sobrietycheckpoint.co. I'll see you back here on your next target run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Learn grace from our God. Oh. Learning grace from our God.